Hello and welcome to the Covert Nerd Podcast. Thank you for listening. It means a lot to me that you take the time out of your day to listen to the podcast. Go to covertnerd.net for all the details and ways you can get in touch with me, past episodes, social media links, and anything that's mentioned in the podcast will be at covertnerd.net. Also, if you like the podcast, please subscribe. That way you're notified when a new episode comes out. You can pretty much subscribe on any podcasting app that you like. Without further ado, let's dive right into the episode and nerd it up. So let's get into UFO 5440. We went through one time. What a great time. I love it. I love it. And then you have the illustration in the at the beginning where it just shows what's in the ship. It gives it a comparison size to the Concorde. And I love those little cutouts because, again, when you're nine years old, this looks odd. You just, you just sit there and study that. We need more cutaway art in our entertainment. <laughs> Oma Comics, get on. Well, we better get started now, Al. <laughs> I know. Uh, um, if he said 10, if he had said 10 years, I would have said that's too long. Nine's perfect. Yes, it is. That's just right. Um, we need more cutaway art showing, showing the insides of things. I think in our choose your own adventure, Lenny book, uh, Al needs to do a cutaway of Lenny. Yeah. Ooh, I wonder if showing us how, do you yeah. think Lenny could get captured by aliens? I don't know. He might get captured, but they're not holding on to him. That's for true. Long. Cause you see here it has, Chamber of Captured Aliens at the bottom, kind of in the middle. Ooh. So that's where Lenny would be. Oh, there you go. <laughs> the Chamber of Captured Lenny's. That's awesome. All right. Just with Lenny-shaped holes in the wall everywhere you go. <laughs> um, not enough schematics in modern pop culture. I agree. Yes. We need more of those technical schematics. So uh, per our agreement on this Choose Your Own Adventure uh, live reading, we're going to come up to the part where you got to decide yes. and we're going to take the story where you tell us to take it. So all right. without further adieu. adieu, here we go. All right. I'll go ahead and read page one. It's your first trip on the Concorde, the supersonic jet airliner that crosses the Atlantic in three hours and 45 minutes. Right now, you're at 57,000 feet in mid-flight from New York to Paris. You look up from the magazine you've been reading and a voice comes over the loudspeaker. This is Captain Ravel speaking. Ravel, is that his first name or last Captain name? Captain Ravel. <laughs> Sounds like a, <laughs> hey, there's a Lenny villain. Captain Ravel. Yes. Ooh. We're about halfway across the Atlantic at, alt- at latitude 54, longitude 40. So there's title drop. We've just come onto a new course that will bring us over the coast of France in about 90 minutes. Those of you on the left side of the plane may be able to see the southern tip of Greenland, dot, dot, dot. You glance out of the window, hoping to see the southern tip of Greenland is what I'm hoping to see. Instead, you see a gleaming white cylinder several times larger than the Concorde, but without wings, engines, or ports. The object is glistening in the early morning sunlight, is coming straight at you. Look! The white-haired man sitting next to you leans toward the window to get a better view. At what? Don't you see it? It's coming right at us. His, he opens his mouth to answer, but says nothing. Because you are no longer there. Dot, dot, dot. Boom! Oh, boy. <laughs> Here we go. All right. So Turn to page six. Do you, you want to grab page six, or do you want me to? I will. Okay. I will. Uh you are sitting on a thick rubbery mat in a circular room. The room is bathed in a pale white light, yet you see no windows or doors or lamps. You remember now, sitting in the Concorde, the huge white object coming at you, the plane shuddering, and where are you? The pale light turns violet, and mixing with oranges and reds, it brightens as if the sun were about to rise. I wouldn't see any of those lights, Lee. <laughs> my color, my color challenged eyes would just be like, "It's all." I don't know what's yeah. happening. Right now. It's all gray. gray. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> A voice is speaking, except it is not speaking. You are hearing thoughts entering directly into your brain. Ooh. We, I guess I'll keep going. Yeah, cool? yeah, go ahead. 
We are the Utah. Utah? I think Utah, yeah. We are the Utah Masters. You are on the galactic ship, Rachma. Rachma. Rachma Amadeus. (laughs) Orbiting, Orbiting the planet Earth. You have been chosen to be a specimen in the galactic zoo on the imperial planet of Ra. If you refuse to cooperate, you will be sent to Somo. You may make one statement. Okay. Here's we thought like what's what's that even mean? Like you're you're calling the Somo, but is that good? I, yeah, I don't know. Is that a good place or a bad place? I, I assume right. it's maybe it's awesome. I assume it's bad if you refuse. So so you whoever's watching right now, help us decide. Do we demand to be returned to Earth or do we want to know more about our kidnappers? Ooh. So there you go. In honor of Send me back. We're, we're trying to talk to the aliens, but we know how you really talk to aliens, Eddie, and that's with music. Play the five tones. Yes. This is how. This is a universal language. This is how we should have been talking. Wicked ass keyboard solos. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Lots that's of bass. That's what Al sounds like in the morning after some burritos. <laughs> <laughs> So, with that, this is how we communicate. That's with how aliens. we should have been talking to the aliens. So, with with it with a keytar the, the key whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so Al says, so "We're getting, uh, yeah." Uh, Al wants to know more. Wait a minute, real quick. I gotta throw this up here. Yeah, yeah, you did, Lee. Oh, you just saw Close Encounters for the first time. You give me all this doo doo about movies I haven't seen, and this is the first time you're watching Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh my, Al's Al's getting skeeved, sir. <laughs> sir, sir, you've seen that movie, right? Oh yeah, Lee? yeah. It's it creeped me out. I watched it when I was a kid, and you know, yeah, I me was too. Me creeped too. out. <laughs> but that's okay. Was it just me? Was it just me? Now that three of us are watching, well, the, the three of us that are here right now. Was it just me, or did it seem like Richard Dreyfus like like was barely hinged as a dad? Yeah. Like even before he was losing his mind, he was screaming at those kids yes. in the beginning. I was like, man, the seventies and eight, early eighties parents yeah. were just still like jerks to kids. It was man. brutal. It was brutal. <laughs> yeah, he's like, shut up, shut up. Hey, <laughs> like, hey I've been there sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> jerk parents. So so. Listener, viewer, Al is saying we need to find out more about these guys. They need to answer. Nothing ventured. We we got questions. They need to answer them. So we're going to go to page four. So is it you or me, sir? me. Go for it. Tell me more about yourselves, you say. Why did you choose to visit Earth? I like how it's in capital. Are you supposed to say it in a robotic tone, I guess? I, I don't know. Right? Are we just screaming the yeah. whole time? They didn't know. Whee! They didn't know about that back then. I guess. So okay. I know, right? We study Earth people as your scientists study bacteria under a microscope. We came to Earth in Ooh. search of Ultima, the planet of paradise. So we already have a question. Just throwing some shade, the humans, right Basically. there. Basically, you're nothing. You-, you fascinate us as much as a booger fascinates it was you. Kind of like, kind of an insult. <laughs> you're, you're just bacteria. Yeah. <laughs> You're bacteria. <laughs> there. You're like plaque on teeth. We don't. Is care. that a slam on the school ground playground area? <laughs> You're bacteria. That's a U. That's a Utah slam. <laughs> Hashtag Utah slam. <laughs> Utah slam. Hashtag Utah slam. All right. So there we go. If you offer to help the Utah Masters find Ultima, turn to page twenty-two. Okay. Or if you ask the Utah how they think they could reach Ultima by by visiting Earth. Turn to page 25. <laughs> Y'all picked the wrong planet. <laughs> Y'all done picked the wrong planet. You done messed up. You, messed you, up. <laughs> you, came looking, you, you came looking for intelligent life, and you found Florida, son. <laughs> and now you're going, hey, we got pythons living, <laughs> pythons living in trailer parks. You're going to live in We got weird seeds, China sending people, people are planting. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? All right. Uh, Al, Al, 
We want to help. So 22. Help them find. Help them. Offer to help them find. Ultima. Ultima. So that's page 22, which would be you, Eddie. So let's get the 22. It's on me here. Let's get to page 22. I'm just scrolling. They see me scrolling, I think is the phrase. They see me scrolling. <clears throat> I will help you find the way to Ultima, you say. Man, we are cops yeah. in this story. Like me. It's like, I don't even know what Ultima is. This is the this is the secret to success, kids. <laughs> when you go to your first day on the job, you just start acting like you own yeah. the joint. Yeah. I will help you find the way to Ultima, you say. There's aliens now. You want to help us. That is good. Now you will go to the Chamber of Earth People. <laughs> That's what they call Florida. Florida the Chamber <laughs> Earth of Earth People. people. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call Al's house. <laughs> the Chamber of Earth People. <laughs> You are pulled as if by an invisible magnet through a long curving passageway that leads to an enormous room. At least a dozen people are there seated in sleek chairs or on floor cushions because this is the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> you see a sailor, a woman wearing a gown with stripes of different colors, a man dressed as a samurai warrior, and a beautiful olive-skinned woman whose dark hair flows over her shoulders and reaches her waist. This is the 70s for yeah. sure. Yeah, it is. The samurai warrior walks over to you and bows. Welcome to the chamber of earth people. Like you, we are all captives of the Utah masters. How long have you been here? 600 years since the time of Yoshimitsu, shogun of Japan. In that time, I've learned a great deal about the universe and about earth including your language. I mean, 600 years, yeah. you better learn something. Yeah, you better. <laughs> you're, in the chamber, yeah, you're in the chamber of humans. You better be doing something with your time. You don't grow old? Wait, you don't grow old here? No. The Utah masters have kept us at the age we were when we were captured. I'm not going to rewind a little bit, buddy. Yeah. We'll be back in like 38. Yeah. Make, Make me, 30. me 38 again. You know? 38 years old. That's a good pocket. <laughs> a good age. Um, so I, I guess I'll keep going yeah. here since it's Still going. Next page. You look around. Some of the people are reading. Other are watching. Others are watching a video machine. A girl about your age is playing the flute. It sounds beautiful, and you wonder if she's been practicing for hundreds of years. I'll just give you the answer. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes she was. <laughs> There's nothing else yeah. to do here. Next, you notice an old man with long white hair and twinkling blue eyes. His name is Santa. His face, sorry, it was not Santa. It's not Santa. His face has a serene expression, and you imagine that he must be very wise. We make assumptions a lot in this story. A girl with long black hair and a blonde boy sit in another corner. Their legs are crossed, and their arms are folded in front of them. They seem to be in trances, but as you look at them, the girl smiles as if she has been expecting you. I'm Kim Lee, she says. All right. If you talk to if you talk to the wise looking old man, turn to page thirty seven. If you talk to Kim Lee, turn to page one one seven. So do we talk to Kim Lee or the man that we assume is wise because he has white hair and is smiling? So see, Eddie, <laughs> when you get old and have white hair, you'll be considered wise. See? Upgrade. Because I'd be always smiling. That's right. So <laughs> Or they'll think I'm simple. They'll walk by and they'll be like, look at that poor, simple old man. He doesn't know what time he it is. He doesn't know. Al is saying go to 117. Al's all about talking to the ladies. Talking to Kim Lee. Okay. And that is on you, Mr. Spearsy. All right. So we're going to go to 117. Let me scroll there. Let's see. Oop. Oh, wow. That's almost to the end of the book. Man, we're going, we're going to the deep cut. Yeah, wow. Uh, Al, Al just wanted to make us work here. I guess here. so. All right. Al, there's a refresh rate on this, buddy. <laughs> you talk with... Turn to the end of the book. Yeah, pretty much. You talk with Kim Lee for a long time. Somehow you feel sure that she and you will be good friends. Is there any chance for us to escape, you finally ask? Kim Lee places a hand on your shoulder. We are like butterflies in a net, captured by the Utah Masters. Soon, very soon, the Rachma will leave the Earth for its home planet. Ra, your new home, hundreds of light years away. We shall never see Earth again. I've got to get out of here, oh. you cry. I want to meet the Utah Masters. Yeah. 
maybe they will listen to me. Again, we got we really got some arrogance about us, don't we? <laughs> we are bold. I mean, on one hand, I'm like, well done. On the other hand, I'm like, man, you'd be writing checks. Your you time matches. Yeah, about yeah. Your, your mouth is writing checks. Your body can't cash. <laughs> All right, right. Kim shrugs. I could show you how to come face to face with the Utah. I must warn you, though, no one who has tried it has ever returned. Oh boy. Bad idea, son. Bad yeah. idea. <laughs> I got a bad feeling about this. I got a bad feeling about this. If you decide to meet the Utah face to face, go to page thirty-eight. <clears throat> if you decide to leave Kim Lee and explore elsewhere in the ship, go to page eight. So go right. There's your choice. Go face the masters, or do we just go run around and see what we can find? Hmm. I don't know. It's mm. interesting one. And the and. As we wait for a uh, response on that one, I'm reminded of several people who've had the chance to go see the Masters, and I'm talking about Dorothy, Wizard of Oz, oh. what they do. They saw some crazy man behind a curtain. Good point. Good point. Um, I'm thinking of the Matrix when he gets over to the architect, and all of our brains melted because as he started to talk, we're like, what? what's happening right now? <laughs> Eddie, you are in the Matrix right so, now. I am in the matrix too. We are all in the matrix right now. So, so with that thought, Al has said, go see the masters. What are you doing? Wasting, wasting your time here. So we're going to all the way back to page 38. Is this me? This is you. So page 38. All right, here we go. Here we go. Bold as broom. Show us these masters. (laughs) Here we go. Follow me. Kim Lee says, we will find the Utah, but remember, if we say the wrong thing, they will store us forever, like eggs in a carton. That's kind of my, that's, that's kind of how this whole quote yeah. feels. I feel like an egg, I'm in, a egg carton, in a carton. But, yes, exactly. I'm, uh, your new friend. I mean, they just met. Yeah, it's like five, acquaintance at best, dude. Come on, pump the brakes. <laughs> Slow down. Leads you through, well, dude. Like. Three hours later, we're married. <laughs> Sometimes you pass through walls that dissolve as you touch them and then form again or behind you. Suddenly the Utah masters are before you. Three spheres, no larger than basketballs. Hmm. They hover in the air, glowing like pink and violet clouds above the setting sun. I wouldn't see those either. <laughs> what will they do? What will they ask? At first, nothing happens. You want to speak, but you dare not. Are you being hypnotized by the glowing, pulsing lights? For a moment, you wonder whether you are still alive or whether you have entered an altar, an altar life of another universe. This is some heady yeah. stuff, man. I love it. <laughs> uh, the voices, rich as a chord, played on an organ, or Al Garrison's vocal cords, <laughs> sound in your brain. We have been watching you. We can predict everything you will ever do, ever say for the rest of your life. Wow. On hearing these words, you are filled with anger and fear. You try to think of something that would truly surprise them. That's great. <laughs> here we go. When, that's like when somebody tells you, like, I know what you're going to do. It makes you so mad. Like, you want to yeah. do something else. Like, like, So here we go. We, this is one of those rare choose-your-own-adventure opportunities where we were given three, three choices. Yep. So, if you cry, put, put me back on Earth. Turn to page 75. If you throw <laughs> back your head and laugh, that's the way to go. That's by the awesome. Way. I'm just saying. You just got kidnapped. Turn to page 76. If you say two lines from a nursery rhyme, thinking that they could never, that they never could predict that you would say that, turn to page 79. Ooh. Wow. I know what I would do. Wow, that's awesome. There's nothing more Captain Kirk than throwing back your head back and be like, ha, 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 ha. did you predict <laughs> that, you stupid egg? That's awesome. Yeah, and then you punch you one. And you totally punch Captain Kirk him, huh? You do the little... You punch one, and then you kiss well, the he, other one. He does the, the chop, doesn't he? He's like over the neck. He does the... the, the yeah, he does the judo. Uh, uh, it's like the... Like down. the aggressive Vulcan neck pinch, except it's the aggressive Vulcan neck slap or whatever. 
You know, I'm going to say this. I think that move is so ineffective, Lee. I'm going to let you karate chop my neck as hard as you want, and we're going to see if it knocks me out. Yes, let's do it. Just put all the muscle into it. I'm going to be like, eh. You're like, eh. <laughs> uh, dude, that, I mean, that hurts, but I'm not knocked out. Uh, 76, Al, going with <laughs> the throw your head back like a gosh darn drunken king. So page 76. All right. That's what you do, though. Sure. Grizzly bear coming at you. Laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. All right. As your laughter, a good day to die. As your laughter echoes through the chamber, the Utahs seem to expand and vibrate. A chorus of voices fills the room. We, the Utah, who are all powerful and all knowing, have orbited your Earth like a silent, invisible eye. We have seen all and know all. One thing only we do not know. What makes Earth people laugh? Huh. Ah, nice. See? We, Throwing them a curveball. Did. Hearing this, you cannot help but laugh again. A moment ago, you were frightened of the awesome presence of the Utai. Yet now, these all-powerful creatures are begging you for an answer to a simple question. Kim Lee steps forward. Now, I remember the saying of the Chinese philosopher Sung Chi. If we could not laugh, we could not bear to cry. If we could not cry, we could not bear to live. Do you hear the truth, Utai? You say loudly and you, you repeat Kim's uh, repeat Kim Lee's words. Nothing happens. All is silent. You start to speak again, but Kim Lee touches your arm and touches your arm. Wait, she whispers. Turn to page seventy nine. Look at that illustration, by the way. I just go oh, back real yeah. quick. Look at the swagger on us. I know. Look at the clothes we're wearing, bro. Look at that. The double-breasted we shirt. We got a three-piece suit on. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Like, this is back when you flew. You wore a suit, Yeah, you did. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Uh-oh, here we 78. go. The Utah do not laugh. Or the Utah need not laugh. The Utah need not cry. Ooh. Then you are Ooh. not alive. You shout the words without thinking. Wow, we are just so, yeah. <laughs> just so in their face. Man, <laughs> I kind of want to meet this version of us. Like we're the guy that we're the guy that like breaks a beer bottle on a yeah starts a fight yeah. <laughs> in, a, in a club we just met, got in. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, you're exactly right. Like, guy cuts you in line. What do you do? Murder him with a broken beer bottle? Yes, exactly. Stab <laughs> or throw your head back and Stab laugh. him with a pin in the <laughs> eye or something like that. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Grab his ear at the top and just rip it off and show it to him. <laughs> oh, man. oh, that's awesome. There's some context to that story, by the oh, way. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> so is the, the... Another episode. So is the pin in your Another eye. Episode. So I was not a witness to that, but I was nearby. So well, later. We should tell that bar fight stories on covert. Yeah, Earth. yeah. Well, it, uh, anyway, I'll, I'll get to it. <clears throat> Not alive, Kim Lee adds her voice to yours. The Utai quiver like huge phosphorescent jellyfish, and their glowing lights brighten, then fade. The rounded walls Ooh. begin to glow more and more brightly while the air is filled with music and of wild winds blowing through the organ pipes, rising and falling, then fading as lights of the Utai flicker out. Kim Lee, you, Kim Lee and you look at each other in the dim light. With all their vast knowledge, they were only dead souls, says Kim Lee. When they realized that they were not really living, they lost their energy. Since that was all they were made of, they ceased to exist. What will happen to us now, you ask? We must learn to control this UFO. I know how to operate the invisibility screens. Shall I make the ship visible to Earth? That may be our only hope of being rescued. Holy cow, we just killed the Utah. We just destroyed the Utah with the help of Omug Comics. <laughs> Al. Now wait, we gotta be careful because I see I see a fork in the road here that we may die. Wow. Al I'm gonna give Al points for referencing Kobayashi Maru, but he misspelled. Oh, okay. So I mean <laughs> This is the Al Garrison special. The murder. We we murdered. This is the Al Garrison special and I'm loving it. <laughs> we cannot miss an episode ever again. I guess so. So if we this is a this is a this is a now wait we'll we'll pause this real quick because we Lee you 
it's fair to say you are a choose your own adventure veteran. Is that right? I mean, you've read a oh, lot yeah, of these yeah. books. I too have read a lot of these books. You get you get a choose your own adventure like sixth sense. Yes. You can kind of tell when you push the fates and choose your own adventure a little too far. <laughs> yes. We're at the point in the story where stuff can go south. Real oh yeah. Quick. <laughs> yeah. You you kind of know after you get in a few pages like okay, we're we're about to the end here and it may not be pretty. <laughs> yeah, we're a moth to the flame yeah, right here. Yeah, so, yeah. Just, I'm telling our listeners to be very careful. Yes. Because right here, what you decide is probably going to decide whether we live or die. <laughs> so, do we say yes? So, or do we say no? What should we do? Okay. Turn those screens on, or maybe we stay invisible. Yes. Well, I'll give you the short, short version of the pin in the eye. I went to San Diego Comic-Con. This is probably 10 years ago. And the rooms tend to get really full. So a guy left to go to the bathroom and come back. Well, somebody went and sat in his seat. The guy comes back and says, hey, you're in my seat. And he's like, no, I, I sat down here. He's like, no, you're in my seat. I want my seat back. He says, no, I'm not getting up. So the guy pulls out a pin, stabs him in the eye and to get oh. his seat back. I was like, wow, this right is this is serious. So they shut all the doors. He blinded a guy. They locked all the doors up. Police had to come in. It was my sister-in-law was in the room. I wasn't there. But and of course, being Comic-Con, within two days, shirts had been t-shirts had been made that you could buy that said, I survived San Diego Comic-Con. You know how San Diego Comic-Con has the eye and it has a pin through the eye <laughs> with with blood <laughs> gushing out of it. <laughs> That's funny. Yes. That's funny. Uh, and it's sad. Don't be stabbing fellow no, nerds in no. the eyes. That's not cool. Old Al Garrison said, we're going to go to page 80. So don't. Did, did he? Where's the, where's the reference to that? Well, he said yes. So Oh, yeah. he said yes. But which one? What's he saying yes? Yeah, I think it's to. <laughs> Al, be more specific. I think it's to turn the visibility on. Ooh, so okay. we're going to show ourselves. So. I'll tell my rip the ear off story at our next pod. All right. So we're going to page 80. Let's see. That was, let's see. I, you read the last one. So you killed the aliens at Eddie. So I get to. <laughs> yeah. This is you. All right. Yes. If NASA can see us, maybe they can send a shuttlecraft to bring us down. Kim Lee leads you to a luminescent panel faced with a complex pattern of shapes and colors. Pointing to a three-dimensional display screen, she says, here, you can see all the man-made satellites and spacecraft that are above the Earth's atmosphere. Earth scientists can see us too, you ask? Yes. You can imagine that they are trying to figure out where this unknown spacecraft came from. Do you think we'll Ooh. be rescued? Either rescued or shot down. <laughs> right. Now you're thinking, that, now now, you're thinking yeah, about yeah, that part? Yeah, good go. Now there is nothing to we do. We might get killed or we might be yeah, saved. I, I don't, don't know. know. Now there is nothing to do but wait. Fortunately, the computers continue to operate flawlessly, even though the Utah masters no longer exist because we killed them. You gaze with our logic. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're stolen. And they die. And they die. <laughs> you gaze out at the brilliant moon, then watch Kim Lee experimenting with the controls. She switches on radio traffic from Earth. Some in English, some in other languages. Then from one of the speakers, a voice calls out, we have detected you. We will assume you are an enemy unless you identify yourself. Kim Lee quickly speaks into her microphone. We are Earth people on a UFO. We have captured it, but cannot control it. A moment passes, then the Earth, voices, then the Earth voice again. You reply is unacceptable. Your reply is unacceptable. Reply truthfully, or you will be destroyed by laser beams. Wow. This is escalating quickly. <laughs> you take the microphone from Kim Lee, wondering what you can possibly say to convince them you're telling the truth. Okay. If you say, I'm the person missing from the Concord, save us. Turn to page 78, or 98, excuse me. If you say, try to attack us, and your whole country will be instantly destroyed. <laughs> Wow. Brazen, brazen, foundless, groundless bravado has gotten us this far. Yes. I say we keep it rolling. <laughs> but what do you think, viewer, listener? Where, where should we go? Do we say, 
I'm the person from the Concord save us, or do we say, go for it? If you do, (laughs) we're going to destroy you. (laughs) Talk about bluffing. That's a bluff, but I think it's a bluff we're taking, and it's a bluff that Al apparently doesn't want us to take because he is, we're going to, oh, we got a split. Uh We have a split people. We can't read both ending. We can't read both of them, guys. Can we? We're 50 50 split on this, Lee. (laughs) We're split. One thing, 98, the other thing, go go, use the bluff. So, yeah. Do we? So, one of us has to be the tiebreaker. Do you want us to to cheat like we did when we were kids and we flip to one and then we flip back to the other? (laughs) Uh, Or do we do do a coin Coin toss? toss. Do we do the choose your own adventure cheat? (laughs) I say we both choose your own adventure cheat. Okay. We're going to cheat. So we'll go to nine. Since Al Al said it first, we'll go to 98. We'll cheat. And if if it's it's bad, then we'll go back. Oh, it's bad. (laughs) (laughs) So remember page 80, page 81 is where we're at. So we're going to go to 98. I'm telling you now. Probably not good. Bravado's gotten us this far. Oh boy. So 98. Here you go, Al. This is what would have happened if we had we stuck with your <laughs> ending. I am the person missing from the Concord, you say it to the mic. There's a long pause. You stare at your watch because it's 1979 <laughs> and you're wearing a watch. Minutes seem like hours as you wonder, is it time? Is it time like for to... your life to end? Yes. Yes, yes it, is. it is. Three minutes have gone by. Nothing has happened. Then... This is NASA. Do you read us? Yes. We have obtained computer verification of your identity. This is where they like just write the words computer verification and it's okay. We know you were the passenger missing from the Concorde. Your space vessel was designated UFO 5440. We will launch a shuttle to you within 72 hours. Don't try to work the controls. The top scientists in the United States are being summoned now. We're going to bring UFO 5440 down to Earth. Kim Lee is jumping up and down, grinning. Will you visit me in China? <laughs> I sure will. Wow. The end. Okay, so. Credits. So Al did okay. He did good. We live and we have a girl who lives in China. Who wants us to come visit? So we got a girlfriend out of a, the deal. Technically. Wow. Hey, score. Okay. So the other one was page uh, 90. 90. So let's find 90 here. All right. <laughs> you deliver your threat. Nothing happens. Kim Lee puts her hand on your arm. I don't think you should have said what you did. You start to reply, but instantly your eyes are blinded by blazing yellow light. The last thing that happens to you and everything, every other creature on board of UFO 5440. <laughs> oh, that's... Let it all Good thing we didn't listen We just got vaporized, everybody. So, see? This go. is what happens you when you watch Choose Your Own Adventure Live. You could get vaporized or you can survive and have a girlfriend in China. Listen, that's exactly how life works, kids. Yeah. This is an example of life. This is... So look at Al. Win, win. See that feeling just washing over you right now, Al? Yes. That is the that is the feeling of a victorious Choose Your Own Adventure read. So if you just joined us, um, we're reading the Choose Your Own Adventure book, and you get to help decide. And we did the classic Choose Your Own Adventure cheat, and we looked at both options. So <laughs> We did. It's very end. But the cool part is we made it to, we got to see two endings and yeah. we also, you know, got to see a victorious ending and a less victorious ending. So that's, but that's our, uh, that's our one space book. And I just sent you the link, Eddie, to the next one, but I've, I've got nope. it pulled up here too. So let me get it here just a second. And this is called Space and space Beyond. Space and correct? Beyond. So it's another space type book and let me pull it up here this one yeah i'm borrowing it as we speak 
And we should say what service we're using here so people know if they want to do this thing on the digitally, they can. Yeah. Lee, what, what service? So this is all on archive.org. And you can just go to archive.org and just search like I did Space and Beyond, Choose Your Own Adventure, and it pulled up. And they have go. all these. So you don't have to chase yeah, you, down. Yeah, you, you can, can just, you can rent them for, you can either borrow them for an hour or borrow them for 14 days. But yeah, uh, beats having to buy them if you just yeah. want to kind of travel back in time to your childhood. Well, plus, I mean, and we talked about this, but I mean, I feel like we can't talk about it enough. I mean, we're, we have this crazy world that we're living in right now. And so this is a great family activity. I mean, I'm serious. You could turn off TV and fire up one of these books. And really, I mean, we're, we're having fun in between this, but getting to a spot in the book doesn't take long, 15, no. 20 minutes. And, yeah. and it's a fun way to break up your night. So I, I encourage people if they want to have some fun with their kids, probably, you know, between the ages, I would guess between like seven, eight, maybe like, or maybe even like five to like 12, 13. Yeah. It seems like that's a nice solid yeah. window for, or if you're just really cool and <laughs> even do it when you're, in your forties, <laughs> no, I, I agree. You can you can easily get through a story in about fifteen minutes. They're not hard. Oh yeah, yeah. Jeez. And then the classic where you're keeping your finger where you left behind, yes. and then turn back, and then so yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a lost art. It's so fun. Like I said, we would do this when I was a kid. We would go and spend the night at a friend's house, and we would toss the book back and forth. And there, whoever had the book would be the one to yep. choose. So there's times we would say stuff and they'd be like, Nope, I'm holding the book. And so, you know, but it yep. was, it was great. It was a great time. And anyway, well, just a different, Oh, <laughs> a different era. Eddie, I forgot, almost forgot. So if mm-hmm. one thing about UFO, the book UFO 5440 is there's no way to get to Ultima. There's no decision that you can make to get to Ultima. You have to read it. I had a few. And it's on page 101 is where, which I should have, I don't know if I closed it here. It's uh, you can actually. Oh, here I still have it. One hundred and one is when you actually get to Ultima, but there's no way you can get to it by making the decisions. So you have to cheat and go. You have to, to that cheat. Page. You have to read through it, basically, yeah. and find it. So and that's it. Yep. So here's the picture of Ultima that that uh, Paul Granger did. Yeah. So anyway. There's no organic, there's no way reading the story to land. Yes. So you know how at the beginning it says, don't read this book all the way through. Well, the only way you're going to get to Ultima is if you read all the way through. (laughs) I had a feeling that there was no choice that would ever take us to Ultima. Yep. So. See? Sneaky, sneaky. And then once again, back to Al's comment where this is a lost art. I mean, imagine having a book that was able to like hide a part of itself from you. Yes. You know, just by the rhythm and style of reading that book, you would never, it's like having a Harry Potter page in the book that you would never get to read because of the style of reading it. So that's why Lenny Vernon, the Lenny Vernon comic, the next one should be a choose, or or at least maybe have a character in there reading a choose your own adventure book. Oh, (laughs) yep. Have it say, have it say trucks and beyond. (laughs) Trucks and beyond. Yes. (laughs) I love it. Uh, exactly. All right. Um, so this is a brand new one. We read UFO fifty four forty last episode. Yes, mm-hmm. I've read this one too. I had this one uh, which, when I was a kid. Uh, oh yeah, but we but but, but for us oh, now, this is a yes, new. One, this is right? brand new. Yeah, yeah. This is number four in the series, and it has forty four possible endings. Base and beyond, and Lee, please turn to the page. Uh, I think it's four or five. The illustration is spectacular. That character, oh, oh the guy standing, sorry. Yes, uh, page five. Yes, so this is Paul. That guy. This is Paul Granger. This is this is the guy that did a lot of illustrations for a lot of these. So yeah, I love that. Do you love that? Look at that chin on that guy. This guy, he is he is he is into himself. (laughs) Buzz Lightyear style. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, look at that chin. Yes. I think he, he might be a Lenny Vernon villain. And name him Paul Granger. Paul Gr- <laughs> All right. So this one will get started here. If you haven't watched or heard this before, we're just reading through the Choose Your Own Adventure book. If you want to chime in when we get to a decision point, just type it in the chat. So 
Here we go. All right. You want me to start this one off? Uh, let's see. Did you start last time or me? I don't remember. Hmm. I, thought, I thought you did. Okay. Then you go ahead. The last. Here we go. Space and beyond. Beyond, 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 beyond. You are born on a spaceship traveling between galaxies. Is there a cooler start to a story? No. What do you want from us? The spaceship is on a research mission. The crew of the spaceship includes people from five different galaxies. The spaceship has no name. Your parents <laughs> are not from the same galaxy, but both have features common to those found on the planet Earth in the Milky Way galaxy. So you ain't even human in this uh, yes. story. Because you've been born in space, you may choose which galaxy and planet you wish to belong to and have citizenship, citizenship in. Because the spaceship is traveling at a very great speed, you reach the Earth, the Earth age of 18 years old in just three days and two hours. Now you must choose the planet, you must choose the planet Phonon in the galaxy of Pinium or the planet, here we go, Zermacroid in the galaxy of Ufos, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Phonon is three times the size of the planet Earth. The star that provides some of its life-giving force is huge, but ancient. There is fear that it is losing its force. Phonon has a history filled with trouble. Zermacroid is in the galaxy Ufos, far distant from the Milky Way galaxy. This galaxy has black holes and supernova stars. It has always been regarded as an uncertain region by observers and spacecraft news. It is a difficult area and the black holes are unplotted and dangerous. Reports from previous space probes say that Zermacroid has had a, has had a dim and troubled past. <laughs> I'm basically Zermacroid, bro. <laughs> a dim and troubled past. Hey, Dick. Hey, Jim, Mr. Manual. All right. The report also prophesies a bright and exciting future. If you choose Phonon as your birth planet, turn to page two. If you, if on the other hand, Zermacroid attracts you, throw your luck to page three. Okay, this is the coolest beginning ever. I think you're right. <laughs> you're getting to choose your galaxy and the setup. This is like a, this is like those video games, Lee, where you got to like mm -hmm. give yourself a backstory. Yes. And it's only one page, and it just describes everything. Describes everything so quickly. Has anything been more like action packed in one little? I know page ever? they they really. I know this on other other episodes. We said that they really know how to just pack it in and be very vivid in such just a few sentences, few paragraphs. So, are we going with phonon? As our home galaxy planet or Zermacroid? Zermacroid. I just like how that rolls off the tongue. Zermacroid. Phonon and Zermacroid. I think my uncle had that once. Dude, Phonon and Zermacroid should be like the <laughs> alien version of Free Rock and oh, Schmidt. Oh, yes. I love it. Yes. <laughs> Phonon and Zermacroid. Which <laughs> you still got to do. Hey, but now that Omaha Comics has hit their uh, Kickstarter goal, I think Alan needs to get that uh, Proof Rock and Schmidt logo. Yes. Oh, uh, Kim says page three. Oh, Kim's busting out with the Zermacroid. Zermacroid. Ain't no party like a Zermacroid party because the Zermacroid party don't stop. Yes. All right. <laughs> it even says it in the in the book. Zermacroid. What a name! You can't resist this planet right. and its unknown past. When the captain mentioned Ooh. the hope for a bright future, you decided that you must go there. It turns out that it is the home of your mother and she embraces you, wishes you luck and gives you a small metal object on a chain. Perhaps this will help you sometime. Just as you are about to go to go for your final briefing, a young member of the flight crew rushes up and says, let me go with you. You will need my help. You don't know him well, but you have always found him warm and helpful. His name is Murma. And his broad smile makes you feel happy about the adventures that lie ahead. Of course he can come. The head of the research warns you about Sunthi, a giant star 12 times the size of Earth's sun. Sunthi is in your path, and its enormous gravitational pull could be dangerous. He, could also, he also cautions you about the black holes and supernovas. 
He tells you that if you want to delay your departure and go through the Space Academy, it may make your chances of success better. So hmm. do we delay or do we just dash off? There you go. Delay or dash. This is where it's like we're going into a an unknown place filled with catastrophe, but the promise of a bright future. Yes. But do you just say, you know, destiny's calling. I don't have time to get edumacated. Yes. <laughs> or do you go get schooled, son? You can't be going into the unknown unprepared. What are you going to do? I just love how optimistic they are. Like how all of these look and look at the, like the ship and, you know, it doesn't say, oh, it doesn't even say how far in the future this is. It's just like you're on a ship and you're in contact with five galaxies. Boom. There you go. So what should we so do? Doesn't matter anymore. What should, I love Kim. Bye, Felicia. Dash. Dash. Go. Don't be okay. College. It's wasting your time. Get in the get in the spaceship and go. What are you waiting for? So, page eight. Exactly. All right, here we go. Has there been a more epic illustration? Look at a slide of that black hole. If we don't even care. Yes. All right, here we go. You want to be on your way. Even though it might be a rash decision, you and your new companion, Murma, climb aboard the space pod. You enter the proper numbers on the flight panel. At least we hope they are, because you don't know how to read. You didn't go to, you didn't go to the academy. And you're, only, <laughs> and you're only three days old. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, uh, Murma, check the stabilizers, I heard someone say once. We seem to be spinning a bit. Uh, okay, we'll do. Just then you realize from the computer screen that your flight path is, path is close to a black hole. Ugh. The danger is that once near the gravitational field of the black hole, you will never escape. Murma helps you check the data input to, your, to the navigation system. To your dismay, you realize that instead of punching in the figures 4,800, here we go with the non-education. Oh, no. <laughs> instead of Putting in the figures 4,800, you actually put in the numbers 4,008. <laughs> oh, no. Who needs this fancy book learning? Quit wasting my time. One of these numbers. Boop, 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 boop. Boop. There, we're going. Oh, no. That's my dyslexia kicking and in. <laughs> there it is. That's the worst. And your path is now locked into the black hole. Murma stares at you in horror as the pod continues to move towards the massive black hole. People who have been trapped by black holes have never returned. <laughs> oh, boy. If you put on full power in hopes of breaking through the gravity. So, so far, we've just been reckless abandoned. Just started slapping numbers like it doesn't even <laughs> matter. Just <laughs> like a chimp at the wheel of a semi. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. <trying> <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you put on full power in hopes of breaking through the gravity field and landing on the black hole, turn to page 18. If you put up the energy repulsion shield to try and escape the black hole, turn to page 19. Huh. So do we try to break through the, do we try to pull the uh, wicked defy gravity and try to uh, break through or do we try to repulse the black hole like the, like the 1970s Disney movie? Uh, with our energy shield. Yes. So you, the viewer, listener, what are we going to do? Do we try to land on the black <laughs> hole? Yeah. So we're dyslexic now. Yeah. Evidently, we're dyslexic. Yeah. <laughs> well, we didn't bother to read, learn how to read. We didn't go to college. But Space college. I didn't know you could land on, hey, we got a new viewer, Fawad Riza. Hey, hey, thanks for watching. What, hey, Fawad. Which, like we said, this is a live Choose Your Own Adventure reading. Yeah. We got one vote for shield. Let's give uh, Fawad a chance to, uh, to respond here, see what he thinks. I'm, I'm curious what they mean by land on the That's black hole. That's what I don't understand, that you don't land on a black hole. Perplexed on that one. Hey. But maybe black holes in this universe are just different. Maybe, hey, it's the 80s, and it's a choose-your-own-adventure book. Anything's possible. You know, I'm impressed that Kim found a shield emoji. I didn't oh, know that even wow. existed. Oh, wow. Good job, Kim. Huh. How'd she, how'd she do that? Must be an- Kim. Kim finds makes emojis out of nothing. She just poof there. Kim with Starlight Studios. Check her out too. If you have custom yes. tumblers, mugs, t-shirts, and all that stuff. Black sure. hole is wonderful. So we're split. 
Kim, We're split. Kim wants to put the shields up, and Fawad wants to just try to land on the black hole. So I kind of want to land on the black hole personally, but. You're going to land on the black hole? Yeah. Let's try landing on that sucker. Let's try landing on that sucker. Sorry, Kim. We're going to go for this one. Uh, I kind of want to see if I can land on it. So we're going to page 18. <laughs> well, never mind. <laughs> you are never heard from again. <laughs> and quite possibly the quickest ending to a two-joint adventure story. But that's how it goes. Sometimes... Yeah, it's quick. Sometimes it's not. Do we want it? Do we want to back up? And maybe I want to back up on this one. What page was that? Let's see. That was I think eight or uh, nine. So we can go to page nineteen. Let's go to page nineteen. Let's go to nineteen just for fun. That was fun. It was all one ending already. Don't give up. Try everything we can. Quick, put up the energy repulsory shields. It is Murma talking. He is two years older and has traveled widely in space. What do you think will happen to us, Murma? One never knows, he replies. With a shudder, the pod is suddenly grasped by the gravitational field, and you find yourself hurling through into a tunnel-like void. A black hole might seem black to the observer from the outside because no light can possibly escape its gravitational field. But all the light and energy is contained within this space. The tunnel is brilliantly lit. But strangely, the intense light does not hurt your eyes. There are a you, then you are in a giant room. No, it is not a room. It's actually the interior of the black hole. It's a gigantic prism, thousands of miles across. It is a world unto itself. You're no longer frightened, and you and Murma leave your space pod to begin life in a new world. The new world is peaceful. The people are friendly and eager to welcome you and Murma. No one is in a hurry, and work is pleasant. There is food and housing for all. It is a good world. Wow, what the dichotomy there! <laughs> wow, the end. They just basically said you went, you ended up in paradise. But apparently, Murma aged two years. Well, no. Well, we were. I I don't know why they put that in there. He's two years older. Maybe just to try to convey the fact that he knows how to fly the ship. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah. Fawad said, where's the door for the black hole? Exactly. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. How do you even knock on that thing? Um, wow. Two two endings on a on a first time reading that, you know, one was very quick. Yeah. We're never heard from again. Then yeah. the other one, you know? I mean, that's always been the age old question. What's on the other side of a black hole? I mean, who doesn't want to know? Apparently. Evidently, it's paradise. <laughs> Who knew? We got, we got to do that. Oh, man. That's it. That's it. Pack your bags. We're going to go fly for a black hole and answer that question. Exactly. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> it only takes you about 800 years to get there, but hey. And we'll do what we do. <laughs> cool. Well, and I love how we're only three days old in this whole yeah, thing. Yeah, you're three days old and you get to decide which galaxy you're from. <laughs> I'm a baby still. Yes. I shouldn't be flying anything. Oh, here's a, oh, it looks like a corridor and we can travel with a high speed to the unknown. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Apparently that's exactly what that is at this point. You just know, welcome. Point the ship welcome and, the and just go for it. <laughs> Listen, there's plenty of food on the other exactly. side. Exactly. And a place to live and work is pleasant. Hmm. Work is pleasant? Here I am wasting my time on earth now. I need to go through that black hole. <laughs> or you get... You know, you have one where you go into it and you're never heard from again, but maybe they both go to the same place when we decided that. Well, well remember, we said punch it. We're like, just oh, go. That's true. Floor it. On this one, we're like, let's put the shields up. Yeah. So apparently just going for it like there's no there's no tomorrow will get you killed. Yes. Taking it easy. And the other one, and it doesn't say we got killed. It just says we're never heard Exactly. From that's why I'm wondering if it could be the same thing, you know? You never know. You never know. Here's hope. Yes. Ooh. Well, I think that's probably all for tonight for me. Yeah. No, we nailed it, man. What four endings? Yeah, I think four different Total. endings, and they're both almost all good. Almost. That last one, man, blown to bits. I know. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> and you're dead. And you're dead. dead. 
but that was super awesome. Oh yeah. Thanks Fwad. Yeah. We do these. We try to do these about every two weeks. So just look on the, the covert nerd web page or a Facebook page or the last starfighter Facebook page and you'll see us and yeah, links are up here. You'll, you'll find us and yeah. definitely oh, yeah. chime in when yeah. you see it, chime in, you know, we always appreciate people listening, watching and making funny comments and shield emojis. Kim has shield emojis. And uh, if you are a fan of choose your own adventure books, share your favorites with us uh, on the covert nerd uh, Facebook yeah. page, uh, and the last Starfighters Facebook page, uh, share your favorite choose your own adventure stories. And even if it's not choose your own adventure, there's the uh, uh, endless quest. Yep. Um, which way? I think there was one called which way book. Well, um, uh, choose your own adventures were called which way of it originally. Then they got changed later. Yep. Ah, see, yep. there you go. Yep. Uh, lots of different versions of these uh, iterations. This being the first. Yeah, it course. was the first. Yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, share your favorites with us. We'd love to hear them. Definitely. Cool. Well, hey, thanks guys for watching, listening, and until next time, we'll choose another adventure. Choose your own adventure. Thanks, guys. <laughs> see ya. And viewer, and one half of the dynamic creative, well, one half, but uh, one part of the creative dynamic team of Omug Comics. Yes. And we should let the fellow starfighters. We should give and, a, a clap or high five or thumbs up because Omug hit their Kickstarter goal. But you can still donate, I think. Well, first of all, just because they hit their goal is no reason for you not to donate. Don't be, don't, don't be being those people exactly. like, ah, they hit their goal. They don't need my support. Do you, do you, they still need your support. Exactly. They still need it. Do you want to tell them, Eddie, so, Eddie, what the what the extra bonus from you will be now that they hit their goal? Listen, <laughs> I'm a man of my word. <laughs> and I promised if that if Omug Comics had hit their goal, that I would rip off my own shirt <laughs> and display my bare chest. And I've been working out all quarantine <laughs> whoa you know we need i should have played some montage music because that's what that's how you get buff and big in like three minutes i'm right exactly three minutes you go from being a schlub to being a ripped specimen of yourself the point is shirtless and i promised to make sandwiches for anyone who donated uh was it 20 or more i, I don't even remember I what i think promised. it was 20 or more now what the big question is what kind of sandwiches well, we had to decide this, and so we got to get sandwiches to people, some who don't live in town. So I'm going to make a bologna and cheese sandwich <laughs> on on white bread. Okay. And I got to take a bite out of it. Apparently, yes. that was part of what I promised. It's a, and it's then a, I'm take a bite out of it. It's a safety bite. Put it in a sandwich bag and mail it <laughs> to whomever needs it. Now, if you're in town... Uh, you're going to get that same deal, but I don't have to mail it to you. Shirtless? So, shirtless delivery? So shirtless delivery. Uh, we're going to work out the kinks in this plan. and uh, But, yeah, there's going to be some perks, some perks that they weren't planning on the delivery of people's uh, comics. So I donated. We'll be ironing those. I donated out. $20, Eddie, so I expect a, a nice sandwich with no, a shirtless Eddie on my doorstep. I mean, you'll get a sandwich, whether it's nice or not, is up for up for debate. <laughs> we'll be we'll we'll leave that up for debate. But uh, there'll be a shirtless me and a sandwich with a bite out of it. But it's a bite from me, so it's yes, okay. Yeah, so it's safe. Well, we we probably eh, oh, there's know. Leah. So yeah, uh, thanks. For, yeah, <laughs> listen, the people get what they deserve. Just like on this, they deserve a shirtless. Just like on this yeah. show, we go where they want us to go. They we might say go to page twenty. You know, we want to go in our hearts to page twenty, but the fans say go to page forty. So we go to page forty. That's just it. So that's just it. And the fans almost not demanded me to be shirtless, but we had a couple. <laughs> So they're getting it. They're getting it. Um, but yeah, the OMUG Kickstarter uh, has landed on their goal, but that is not a reason to not donate. In fact, there's even more reason yes. to donate because now they can now take 
anything that they had planned over and put that towards the next publishing of the next Lenny Vernon. So you can kind of keep supporting these guys as they get their, uh, their comic done. And that talk about local fun. I know art support. I mean, well, yeah, Lenny's a brand unto himself. It's a fun thing. It is. So yeah, it is. So, so do- yeah. donate, Check out the buy it, buy it. Yeah. If you didn't donate, definitely buy it. You know, uh, they only have a limited run. So once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah. Well, and now's the time to do it because when you, if you were to wait to get it when it's in comic book stores, and hey, if you want to do it that way, do it that way. But if you wait for it to be in comic book stores, you're paying taxes. You know, you're not getting those perks, the stickers, and the uh, the uh, limited prints that they have. Also, no shirtless me. You don't get that. You don't get a sandwich. You don't get a sandwich. <laughs> I mean, what you know? Now you're just being stubborn and difficult. Exactly. For no reason. Exactly. So, uh, so difficult, if you get my pun, uh, bam, 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 <laughs> Colty Saga, Lenny Vernon, get on. It's all Al Garrison and Ben. It's great. Oh, it's so cool. I wonder if um, we'll be able, if, if they get enough, maybe this will be for the next go around, if we can do a 90s homage to comics and have a foil 3D, you know, fold out ooh. cover with Lenny Vernon. I know that's expensive as I'll get out, but I like where you're going with it though. I like where you're going with it. I think it'd be fun if they did a choose your own adventure. Lenny. Ooh, I like that. DC comics did one of those in one of their comic books a couple of months. Well, uh, it was pre COVID. So it was March or February, I think where it was a comic yeah. book where you got to decide where it went. So there you go. I, I think, I think a choose your own Lenny book would be kind with of with a foil 3d cover. Let's let's turn it up. Turn it up to 11, Eddie. Let's kill Al. Let's kill Al. Let's kill Al. Um, so with that, let's... let's Goose lives in the Goose 90s. In the 90s. I mean, uh, no, nothing is wrong about that uh, idea. Nothing is wrong about it. All right. It.